Hello, all you beautiful people. Thank you for listening today to Simply Finance. Uh, my, I am your host, Shane White, and I want to thank all of you for listening today. I know uh, if some of you listened to this podcast in the past, uh, you know that it has been quite some time since I last recorded a podcast. So uh, I am going to stick to doing, I think I even said this honestly, and in a more recent or a, a, a past podcast, rather, uh, that I would do a better job of this. But I am really going to try to keep this consistent going forward. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how I do. Let's not let's not totally fool ourselves. Um, I'm, I am. I have to promise that I will try to keep. Um, so today is Sunday, February 9th, and we are in 2020, which is crazy. Um the last time I posted a podcast, I believe, was back in either August or even the end of July. So it has been a very long time, and uh, I apologize for that. But I really wanted to get on here um, and record a podcast about a story that broke this week that I think for any of you who are new to um, just the finance world or um, are interested in startups as a whole uh, will really take interest in learning a little about what took place. So I'll just jump right in. Uh, today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, the, the proposed acquisition of a company called Harry's Razors. So um, if any of you are male or uh, most likely of the millennial age, you have probably heard of Harry Ra- Harry's Razors, or another popular competitor to theirs is Dollar Shave Club. Um, so, what these guys offer is cheaper uh, direct consumer, so through their own website, uh, razors um, at a much cheaper cost than what most of the major brands um, like Schick or. Um, Honestly, I'm blanking on some of the other major brands because I never buy them. But some of the major razors that are in market that you'll find in stores, in retail specifically, are of much higher price. So um, Harry's has kind of come on the scene in the last few years as a dominant force online. And actually, just recently, there was news that they now hold 2% of the total razor market, which sounds small in the grand scheme of you know 100%, but going up against these Goliaths who have been two main sellers of razors for a long time. So it was before this really Unilever who actually acquired Dollar Shave Club last year for one bill or no, sorry, not last year. They acquired them in 2016 for $1 billion. Yes. A B it's a billion dollars. Um, P and G is also a big player. <clears throat> so, a couple of these guys um, have just dominated the market for a long time. And so what Harry Raz- Harry's Razors did was uh, just basically bring a cheaper offering to the market, which has really resonated well. Um, to give a little background on where the concept uh, most likely was developed, um, one of the co-founders of Harry's Razors is actually also one of the co-founders of another similar type of company you probably have heard of, which is Warby Parker. Um, which that company, same type of concept, um, they kind of wanted to break up the 
eyeglass industry, which um, before Warby Parker, the eyeglass industry was heavily dominated by actually just two producers of uh, lenses. Um, we could go into a whole thing about them at another point in time, but um, same concept. So basically trying to break an industry that has been held up by old school Goliaths that overcharge, right? So hopefully that's a good background on what Harry's Razors is. And um, I'll give you a link in the podcast notes to uh, their website. So the story this week, though, that broke was Harry's Razors has, you know, been an up and coming D2C brand for a few years now. And the news broke um, that Edgewell, which is one of those main players in the razor market, uh, was planning to acquire, so they were going to purchase and start to own Harry's Razors um, for a record $1.37 billion. So again, a B there, billion, um, which is $370 million more than Dollar Shave Club, which was, again, what I mentioned earlier, one of Harry's big competitors in this market. Um crazy how much money they were willing to offer a company who is basically selling cheap razors. Um, <laughs> uh, I think that's, that's wild. So um, anyway, that was the news that had broke a little while ago. But the big news this week was that the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, actually blocked uh, and is planning to sue to block Edgewell's acquisition, uh, which for anyone who never never heard that um that is what happens when the ftc comes in and decides hey these two companies that are coming together um are actually going to be unfair uh in the market together so they think that by harry's and edgewell coming together that they will actually be too dominant in the market, which in most cases, when a large corporation is acquiring a smaller startup, um, that's not something that has usually been blocked by the FTC in the past. So this has been a shock to a lot of people, uh, especially people who are tied into the startup community, because a lot of these companies like Harry's Razors, it depends on, you know, the founders and really their end goal, but many of them, you know, they're trying to build big businesses quickly that disrupt an industry. And a lot of them want at the end of the day to sell the company to a big corporation for a big buyout. Uh, it's a very, very lucrative way for co-founders to make a lot of money. Right. And, um, People are shocked because what this does is really sends ripples through the startup community because I think in the past, most of people who you know have either been a part of companies like this who have sold or people starting uh, startup companies now are now looking at this and being like, well, shit, it's not guaranteed that even if our business becomes successful, which already in itself is something extremely difficult to do, uh, that we can actually sell this company, right? So for anyone who's investing their time and energy starting a company now, um, 
this is just going to be something to worry about and we'll have to see how it unfolds and, and see if Edgewell and Harry's razors will, you know, go back and try to challenge this, which I'm sure they will. Um, so yeah, very interesting, um, to see it. What it also does is, um, you know, they came out and gave a little more background on Harry's razors and what, what a lot of, you know, for anyone new who really is um, new to the startup world as well, one thing to, to know and something that's been pretty common in the recent years uh, is a lot of these young startup companies actually aren't profitable. So they're not actually making money after everything, after, the, you know, taking their revenue and taking out all their costs. A lot of them are actually not making money and they're actually using investments from investors uh, to fund their business. And the only way that works is if you are growing so fast um, that you, you're growing fast and you're disrupting an industry. And then the hope is, you know, over time, as you slow growth, either then you can cut costs or you get acquired by a larger corporation, right? And then you can start working on being profitable, but you're still driving growth for that company. So, Long story short, this just really put a um, shock through the startup community more than anything. Um, you know, a lot of people are worried that this is going to be the new norm. So that's kind of where I leave you. Um, not a long one today, but just wanted to get on here and get back into it. And um, I hope you guys all enjoyed. If you have any questions, please message me on any of the social uh, platforms and uh, we'd love to chat further or answer any questions you guys have um, and have a great Sunday y'all oh hey there everybody not quite done yet just wanted to add a little ending to today's episode uh, if you look in the show notes don't forget there's a few links there the first one being a link to uh, my stock market rebound tracker. This is essentially a free Google Sheet tool for any of you to use and share with your friends um, that just basically maps out the stocks that I am keeping an eye on, uh, potentially looking to invest in, and really just wanting to keep on the radar. So definitely check that out. And then if you are new to investing and really want to try it for yourself, uh, I would suggest using the second link in the show notes which is basically a link to Robinhood, which is the platform I use for all of my investments. You get free trading, no commission fees whatsoever. And by the way, Robinhood is not a sponsor of the podcast, um, but you will be able to get a free stock uh, by signing up using my link. So get after it, try out some investing. Uh, thanks again for listening. And most importantly, stay positive, have a good day, and I will talk to you guys soon. Goodbye.